Come with us on a journey into the unknown, the unexplained, and the unbelievable. We will test your senses and challenge your beliefs. A world where science and religion clash. Or do they? You will meet real people and hear real stories, but you will not believe. You will witness strange sights and hear strange sounds, but you will not believe. This is the New England Ghost Project. Welcome to the Nightmare. Good evening, everyone, and welcome to Ghost Chronicles Radio. This is the first hour of two hours of Ghost Chronicles Radio, if you're up for it. I am Ron Kolick, your host, the gatekeeper of the realm of the unknown, the unexplained, the unbelievable, the mystical, the magical, the macabre, New England's own Van Helsink. And with me is the gold standard in ghost hunting, the Wall Street Journal's gold standard in ghost hunting, and an all-around good chap, Mr. Steve Parsons. I'm not a cat. I'm not a cat. Someday it'll be. Dr. Steve Parsons. Just reiterating, I'm not a cat. I have no idea what that means, but that's fine. I'm sure the, the listeners will. Good. That was my English at my... Uh, happened uh, in New Texas. England. Happened in New Texas. England. Today. Yesterday. What did? Big event. Uh, there was a lawyer um, up in front of the district judge. Yeah. And the whole thing was done on Zoom. And uh, his secretary's daughter had been on Zoom a little while earlier and had changed her uh, Zoom background to a, an animated cat. And he couldn't get ri- the lawyer couldn't get rid of it. And um, he had to assure the judge that he wasn't a cat. He wasn't mocking. It's enough. gone viral worldwide. How have you not seen it? Who cares? You think I spend all my time going on the web? I very seldom go on the web. Oh, contraire, you don't. What about the message earlier? Oh, what about the poltergeist? It's, what about that? It's like a, it's like a damn That's pandemic of the That's damn the thing. Over. Keeps through. Yes, yeah, I have no idea. That's why I asked you. Yeah, it's like I a pandemic. Have... I saw a BBC. What, you don't have. Go- uh, what, I saw a BBC have noticed of the uh, the poltergeist. So that's mm. why I asked you about it. It's worth a listen. It's it's a very good podcast starring our um, mutual colleague, Dr. Kieran O'Keefe. Really? Well, it's not star- well no, he, he's, he's one of the researchers. Oh, wow. Yeah, I did not know that. Oh. Well, there we go. Intriguing, intriguing. It's everywhere. It's like a pandemic of poltergeists here. But it's not yeah. the first uh, it's not the first of the. Uh, I mean, it's called the Battersea Poltergeist. I thought we weren't talking about. We're not going to. I'm just making. Well, it sounds a, like it is. I'm I mean, just making a. I'm just clarifying something. The question you asked me off air uh, earlier this afternoon. That because uh, you said, "What's this Battersea Poltergeist?" To which I replied, "Which one?" Because there were two cases. There was uh, one. That, it was a little bit more than that. You complained, and you were sick of it, and uh, a couple of other things. But that's besides the point. Moving right along. Yeah, but there were two. One was investigated by Harry Price, and uh, the one that the podcast refers to was the 1956 case, which actually is after Price's death. That had nothing whatsoever to do with him. So why is Karen doing this thing in a nineteen? Because he's an. Well, he isn't Danny Robbins and the production team were doing it. Kieran was one of the um, researchers. So it's like a most haunted. No, no. Listen to the thing. You've got the. You you can get it. Yeah. Yeah, it's worth a listen. Uh, they're up to episode, I think, six tomorrow night. Yeah. Talk about milk in it. 
Yeah, I've seen, seen, <laughs> seen a tweet from Karen about talking about something. So that's yeah, what I thought. There we go, then. We'll yeah. follow the links. Yeah, I will. I will. It's like I said, I'll spend a ton you of know. time on the internet. I make yourself things. make yourself a cup of tea and uh, settle down. Settle down with a digestive no, I biscuit. Don't like to sit down and do anything. I have to keep busy. Anyway. Yeah. I just sent you uh, a draft copy of the new guidance notes, but you don't read either, so that's pointless. You can if you want, because then I can actually comment on it. No, no, you can't, because it's not ready for publication yet. Fine, whatever. Anyways. Tell um, me at the proofreading stage. That's nice. Well, speaking of books, there's more news. news. Because, um, as I say, with the equipment guidance notes, the SPR's new publication due out imminently, um, well, due to be sent to the publishers imminently, the publisher of Ghostology um, has commissioned Ghostology 2.0. Oh, I thought he died or something. Huh? The publisher of Ghostology. Huh? Huh? Oh, speaking of people dying, we need to solve a mystery. In fact, I've been been working on this mystery um, that you posted about the other day because it intrigued me when you posted what happened to the teller of Curious Tales. Oh, he's he's gone. He's gone. I buried him. I put up his headstone and everything. Well, that's not necessarily the case. I've been doing some research here in the UK, where, as you know, the teller of Curious Tales formerly lived until until his strange disappearance some months ago. Yeah. And he might be back. I don't. I don't think. It's like a, it's a mega Amelia Earhart and Elvis in the restroom. You know, there are sightings of him, but nobody. There, ever... there have been sightings, but uh, yeah. I'm assured no. that he might well be. He might no, well I, simply be. I, um, I don't believe it. So I just self. Well, it's apparently, one of those myths, urban myths. You know. Well, you might you might wave it off and dismiss it, but uh, a source, a reliable source. Uh-huh. Um, has has informed me that it's just a case of self isolation, right? Anyways, which means it should have been easier to do, but that's besides the point. Uh, anyways, where were we? Oh yes, twenty twenty crappy year, right? Everybody agrees. No, and I had a great year. Marvelous year. News, One of the best years news. I've ever had. Bad news for the flat earthers, of course, because it's last random. year on June 20th was the shortest day of the year. The earth is speeding up. And? Did you know that? Well, you can spin a record at 33 or 78. Well, this one's spinning, it's spinning a little faster now. Well, so doesn't matter what speed, what doesn't matter what, you know, speed. You can spin a disc at, as I say, 33, 78. So what's yeah, that? That tell us. Doesn't it tell us. It's lost. The days are getting shorter. We're going to have to adjust in stupid calendar of again. Of course they are. It's winter. Of course the days get shorter and the nights get longer. And then it's no, they're actually down. getting longer now because we are now past the, the winter solstice. And now we're going on with more days, more hours you a day. You might be. You might be. We we're are. going to sit way over here, which seems like it. You we're can't. You're not down dark. south. You're not down under. You're How do you know we're not? <laughs> you, maybe you're getting too many Actually, you, from that you, gold, from that tank range next to your house is kind of you affecting know, you. What you um what you overlook is a very simple you don't need science to explain the, the world uh, not being flat. You just need cats. 
So we're back to the subject of the start of the show again now. Because if the Just world was truly flat, cats would have knocked everything off the edge by now. Yes, yes, yes. You know. That's one for the cat lovers out there. Yeah, when you come up with something, you just run with it until it dies a painful death. Anyways, moving right along. I have, a, I have a serious question to ask oh, you. Go on, then. Go on, then. Because I saw a, a bit Thank of... Thank you for the si- congratulations about Ghostology 2.0 and finishing the uh, new guidance notes, by the way. Much appreciated. Well, when it gets published, then I'll congratulate you. But, you know, it's like... It's like, you know, it's like an offer from a, you know, it's like an offer from a TV show, you know? Well, it's written, it's finished. It, it, ain't, it ain't good it's until sitting it's, here. it's done. The, tech, it's, the manuscript is sitting here complete, except, except for the final proofing of when the contents. Then I'll be say congratulations, then that's something to be proud of. But right now, it's it's nothing mere I'll than... Tell you, I'll tell you what I am enjoying, though. Sitting on your desk. I tell you what I am enjoying... And uh, I don't know because you moaned all when you were doing the um, your your recent book, you you spent every opportunity pissing and moaning about how how awful the writing process was and how you had to drive halfway across Massachusetts to go and find out and remember stuff and then write it down and you can't write stuff down and so Maureen had to do for you blah 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 just done by you didn't even have to leave your house for it so I, I totally understand you know yeah i hope you're not attempting to compare the two i've left my house thousands of times to get my books done how do you think the experience comes from what experience i'm no keyboard warrior yes you anyway are. I, I, as i was saying back to back yes. to what i was saying before you distract i have me. no clue what you're saying well i started work today on yes. uh, on ghostology too well, so how t- is Ghostology 2 going to be any different than Ghostology 1? Well, it's not different. It's a fully up. It's not really. It's not a sequel. It's a brand new revised updated edition of Ghostology. So it's a re- revised edition. Because it has to be because Ghostology is five years old and technology has moved on and techniques have changed and mm-hmm. blah, blah, blah. And the book has to stay relevant to be saleable. And so it was. it was decided that five years down the line, it would get revised and but what i found today was incredibly cathartic was writing going back over the book which i haven't i haven't picked up for must be three years um i probably haven't read much of it for five years since it was originally written and uh, going back and looking at what i wrote and then re reworking it for 2021 and looking at how how the situation changed the words around use bigger words and hippo words in it and then you're all set no it's not that simple but uh-huh. what it i mean what i found interesting and and really quite refreshing was looking back over that five years of what what you know what the ghost hunting was like back then mm-hmm uh, because we don't think it's changing, you know. We, oh we, God, we, you and I both know it's changed. Look at well, since yeah, we started. We, it's like watching a child grow. You don't notice the, the them growing up until you go away for a few months, and then you come back out of jail, and then you realize how big they've grown. Uh, and go something's kind of the same, you know. You think it's it doesn't really change much year on year. It sort of evolves a little as a new gadget or a new technique comes along. But looking back over five years, you realize 
it has actually changed. And and sadly, not for the better. I was it, just going to say about it. I always compare it, it, always compare it to the dumbing got, down of America. It's the dumbing down of ghost hunting. Yeah. I mean, this is what four years of the Trump Trump presidency does. Oh, knock it off. <laughs> <laughs> Why, what do the Brits have against Trump, for God's sake? She's nothing, not even their president. They're like... But, They've already Absolutely. they've already crowned Biden. I have no clue what that's all about, but whatever. I have no clue. No, but yeah, you got something to do over there. Your government's not so hot either, by the way. Uh, world's highest uh, vaccinations. Yeah. Yeah, by a long way. Yeah. By a huge margin. Yeah. Yeah. Beat yeah. that. Beat that. So you still in lockdown or what? Yeah, we're still in. Yeah, lockdown. there you go. <laughs> 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 and now they're telling us they, they told us this week that uh, it's illegal to have a holiday or to book a holiday <laughs> no seriously for our American side that means a vacation yeah um, that's illegal now um, you can um, if you if you do leave the country and if you come back in yeah, come and back. you don't you, you don't pay £1,750 to be put up at Her Majesty's government expense in a cheap road motel for 10 days, locked in your room, um, having many, many COVID tests, uh, they'll, they'll, they can fine you up to £10,000 or put you in jail for 10 years. Good job. Yeah. And we live in a free democracy. They do that in the Arab countries too, by the way. They they they're jail sentences for uh, violations of stuff. So I yeah, we have, well, I think our next step, um, if we don't deal with this, um, I think it's the Brazilian variant. I think they're just going to cut people's hands off. Yeah, it makes sense. Yeah. So. So the Brazilian one is that where you lose your hair? Yeah, only in two strips. Oh, okay, good. <laughs> I was just curious. That's all. <laughs> no, actually, um, our biggest. We've uh, we're dealing with we have our very own variant. Uh, we have the yes, Kent. we know, we yeah. Know. Um, so not not only are we the world's leading nation now for vaccinating, but we have our very own variant. That's nice. Again, beat that America. Well, we started the one that killed more people than any other one. <laughs> oh yeah, yeah. Oh, what was that? What was that? Philadelphia. No, that um, was uh, it was an army base in Kansas. Yeah, City. that's yeah. But then that was the first little. And wave. then it went to Boston. Where, where did where did they hold that military parade that caused the big wave? Oh, I don't know. Sure, probably was it Philadelphia Boston. or Baltimore? Probably Boston, maybe. No, it wasn't Boston. No, no. Boston. It was the it spread from uh, the uh, oh god, the mid, I just said it. Like, was it Kansas? Did I say? I forget. Yeah, military no. camp in Kansas. Yeah, and it spread from there to Boston. Only ever called the Spanish flu because the Spaniards were the only people that told the world they had it. That's why I could never have figured it out. Why they call it the Spanish flu? When, hey, it's our flu. We should be well, name it the Kansas flu. <laughs> well, apparently, it's all down to the fact that, um, I mean, both the British and American, Canadian, Australians, you know, all our troops had it, as, as did the Germans. But yeah, because we're exactly. fighting a war with one another, we, we didn't want to let the other side know. But Spain, of course, was neutral, and they, 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 yeah. they didn't care, and they told the world, and they got the blame for it. Yep, poor guys. Yep, it's not like the Wuhanians now. Yeah. <laughs> Anyway, Jen, I that have is a serious question for you. I have a well, serious okay. question. Yeah, go on, we, were, but... we were talking about equipment and everything else. And we are. In fact, speaking about equipment, you're going to be doing my paranormal study group next Tuesday. I am. 
I'm glad yes, you by on Zoom. It's uh, if you're interested, uh, we're going to be talking ghost tech with uh, Steve Parson. And uh, does that so, mean I uh, can't wear my Ghostbuster onesie? You can do whatever you want, dear. I don't care. Camera on Zoom. Yeah, so you can look nice in your onesie. Anyways, in the middle of the night here in the or your twosie or whatever it is. Anyways, um, yeah, so if you're interested in, in attending this, it's a virtual thing, and you can so you can attend it from anywhere. Uh, you register at circlesofwisdom.com, and uh, there's a link on my website as well, anyghostproject.com. So either one, anyghostproject.com, blah, 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 anyghostproject.com, or circlesofwisdom.com. So and... Um... Spoiler alert, we might be we might be leaking a few extracts from the Society for Psychical Research's new guidance notes for equipment. Ooh. Intriguing. So I have a serious question, as I mentioned. This had to do with ghost tech. So as I say, I don't spend a lot of time, but Facebook is one of the places I do. Uh and You're never I, off. I came across this one, and I'm sure you do. You belong to the New England Ghost Hunters Guild or whatever. Yeah, yeah, I'm a, I'm a member. Yes. Uh, oh, did you know you they know? were the first group ever to investigate VZ? They did it last year. Yeah, yeah, yeah. <laughs> I, they, they actually have a, a, a thing you have to fill out to get on to be a, become a member because it's, mm-hmm. it's a closed group. And I filled it out, and, and it asked uh, uh, things like, uh, where did you hear about us? And I said, in a dream. And... <laughs> Well, they still let you in. And and then they said, uh, are you alone or are you a ghost ghost hunting group? And uh, I put down, uh, sometimes I think I am alone. <laughs> and I put a whole bunch of stuff like that. Oh, yeah, they let me in. Anyways, so this woman on that, that group, uh, she put up this little video of her in her EMF meter, which mm-hmm. says ghost meter on it. I'm not sure what it is. They usually do. Yeah, ghost meter or an EMF meter. I don't. I'm not. I'm, I'm confused. You know, because well, there is the there's so the ghost much. meter pro and the ghost meter. So yeah, yeah. yeah. So, anyways, uh, what happened there? It went whoop. Yeah, who who's whooping there? I don't know. I don't know. Anyway, anyway pressing on. Pressing on. Uh, where was I? Oh yes, you were She had yes. a ghost meter. So this this woman went on there, and she had put a ghost meter on her chest, and it w- would go off periodically. And yeah. she said every time she felt a heaviness in her chest. Oh. Yeah. So I was wondering if you could just explain that for me, because uh, you know I I know well, explain you, uh, ghost... explain why she had a heavy chest. Uh, probably heavy, yeah, probably yeah. <laughs> Burger King, Dunkin' Donuts. Yeah. Heart Take burn, your pick. Yeah. Heartburn, indigestion, heart attack. Um, can you see chat, by the way? Because I don't think I can see chat. Uh, I can see it, but it's not doing anything. Okay. Uh, anyway, so uh, so what what so what is? I mean, there it is. Uh, yes, I can see that. Okay. Um, so, what's the question, though? I mean, am I explaining her heavy well, chest I, I, or the meter? Well, she's clearly evident. No, she's clearly evident saying that that, that this meter is is uh, scientifically proven that when she feels heaviness in the chest because of spirit, I guess, uh, then the ghost meter is picking it up. Uh, How so. interesting! Mm. Um, I know what we'll do um, because it's uh, not very far away from me. Mm-hmm. Let's just have a look. At what the guide says about EMF. Is a guide for that? 
to finish writing it. <laughs> oh, your guide. Yes. No, not mine. It's the Society for Psychical Research. Yeah, you penned it, so. Yeah. Um, well, of course I did. Hmm. Uh, what was the question? <laughs> <laughs> oh, so, yeah. Oh, it... yeah, I remember. Um, hmm. Choosing an EMF, well, let's see. Most of the devices which are used by investigators... Yes. Um, the use of blah, blah, blah. EMF devices currently used by investigators range from simple models that provide the user with only an indication of the electromagnetic field strength, blah, 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 blah. You know what it is, don't you? This, this device that this lady's using, this ghost meter, first of all, it's probably not measuring what she thinks it's measuring. I'm sure it's not measuring what she thinks. No, I'm fairly certain it's not measuring. Um, but significantly... It may not be anything even nearby that it's actually measuring uh, because the majority of the EMFs that are detected inside a, a domestic property. See, uh, I, I've, got a, I've got a little bit of problems with this, Mr. Oh, God, here we go. Hold on, then. So <sighs> these meters have ranges. In other words, yes. they, they pick up EMF at a certain range. Uh, are we talking range in distance or range distance. in frequency? Oh, distance. Not okay. frequency, All right. distance. Okay. So, okay. for instance, uh, and for we instance. did this in our par paranormal studies group, we took a variety of these little toys, yeah. and we we uh, set up a uh, EMF source, uh -huh. and we actually put a little uh, meter stick in your country, yardstick in our country on there, and yeah. we turn on the little meters. First of all, you have to know where the sensors are on it. It helps a lot, by the way, if you do yeah. know that. And uh, so you would make sure the sensors are in the right direction, and then you would go move it on the ruler closer and closer to the um, source until it went off. And then, you know, you do this several times, so you make sure you're, uh, you know, not in a group. You would do a whole, go through the whole group and then go through it again so that, you know, you would get a... Uh, I mean, and so forth, whatever. So anyways, so that has a range. So yeah. on it now, well, you're, you're saying that they also pick up things other than a, a close source. Oh, not only am I saying, yeah, I can prove it. I can prove it over and over and over and over and over. Um, as can you. Yes, I know. But I want I to, I'm trying to teach somebody. We Okay. Explain. Um, right. Well, basically, uh, so you go to the haunted house and you you measure the EMFs and uh, you 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 realise that there's an anomalous source um, that you can't detect. You think, well, it's obviously going to be the wiring of the property. It's um, so we'll turn off all the electricity, or it can't be the wiring because there's no electricity at this property. We're out in the middle of the countryside, and yet the meter is continuing to go off. Mm -hmm. um what could what could that be mm -hmm. um in reality it could still be the wiring it could still be you it could be a tree nearby bizarrely um, or it could be any um magnetically conductive material so a ferrous metal a wire a cable a pipe an overhead cable, because these things are not just cables, they're also antenna. antenna. Yes. 
And what happens is when you when you um, you're driving along your car, um, but you want to put the radio on. What's the first thing you have to do? You have to raise the aerial. What's the antenna? Um, what it what is it? It's just a rod of metal. Inside uh, the building, the wiring is just a huge antenna, right. and it will pick up on, uh, depending on the length of the antenna, uh, mm-hmm. it will pick up not only your local FM station um, just around the block, but it will also pick up. And we've we've done tests here with with um, with frequency measuring um, RF EMF meters, radio frequency right. EMF right. meters. And it's like the things they use for triangulating and stuff. Like yeah. That. Um, and we we were actually quite surprised by the results um, that in in reality the secondary re-radiated radio uh, transmitters we were picking up from hundreds of miles away from Europe from European medium wave and long wave radio uh, stations. Mm-hmm. It was being picked up by the buildings, the cables in the building, the wiring in the building, and then being re-radiated inside the property at really quite high um, signal strengths. Mm-hmm. Now, of course, there's nothing going on in the wiring uh, because we'd shut the power down. But it was still coming from the wiring. And so it's not actually traveling very far because it's just being re-radiated, being rebroadcast by the wiring, by the metal structure, by a window frame. We've seen it happen with metal window frames. We've seen it happen with metal downpipes, guttering, uh, because they're just antenna. Okay, two minutes coming up. Uh, so yeah, okay. So if you do a baseline of the house, otherwise you go in in like a good group, you you do a walk through the place and and take pictures of all the rooms and everything and and do your measurements. Uh, mm-hmm. uh, and then you you have no you pick up nothing. And then during your investigation, if your meter comes off, can you rule out? because you have done a baseline or not no no the baseline is 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 a comparative um but the conditions are constantly changing a radio transmitter that re-radiated transmission i was talking about could have come from a cop car that was going past um or i mean you're doing your baseline you know at the start of the investigation it's early evening it may be even the day before in some cases um and you're then comparing it with real-time data take, take, taken perhaps hours later. Mm-hmm. Um, it's a baseline from which to make comparative judgments, but need, but it isn't a definitive, there is nothing here, marker point. Right. And it can't be. But baseline measurements are essential. But it, they have to be done throughout the investigation continuously. Yeah. And so we are continuously coming up to the our break. So you're listening to Ghost Chronicles International, the first of two hours of Ghost Chronicles Radio with Steve Parsons and Ron Kolick, and uh, right here on Tojanet and Pararex Radio, and brought to you by Circles of Wisdom, 386 Merrimack Street, Methuen, Massachusetts, and the Gallant Messier Family Law Group, 15 High Street, North Andover, and our good friends at Patreon. And we'll be right back after the following messages. Welcome to Toginet, radio with a cutting edge. Do you have a paranormal event, book, or something else you want people to know about? Then why not advertise it on Ghost Chronicles Radio? 
With over 150,000 downloads a month, get your message out to an audience that's interested in the subject. We have a plan at a cost that fits your needs. For more information, contact Ron Kolick at anyghostproject at comcast.net or call 978-455-6678. The creepy and the kooky, mysterious and spooky, they all talk ugly kooky, the Parax family. The shows are paranormal, not stuffy but informal. The topics are abnormal, the Parrax family. They're strange, deranged, unrestrained. So grab your favorite brew, it's time to rendezvous. As we give awards to the Parrax family. Good evening. Welcome to part two of uh, tonight's two-part special. This one's Ghost Chronicles International, and the special one is Ghost Chronicles Next Generation. So, for the first half, for the for the next half hour, you have to put up with uh, New England's own Van Helsing, and over here, the gold standard in writing guidance notes. <laughs> anyway, you asked about baseline measurements. They don't want to. Yeah, we to were we were talking again. a little bit about that, and yeah. uh, and I think the the important thing is um, the important message, the take home message for baseline measurements, is that they really need to be started. Uh, they are the first thing you, you know. You should start when you arrive at a location. Ideally, you know, some hours before. Um, but what what tends to happen is um, the investigators will go perhaps the day before or during a preliminary visit and take some, you know, wave something around and make some measurements um, and say, <laughs> yeah, so. that's the baseline done. And I mean, sometimes these measurements you know, so made, boring, made under very, very different condi- conditions that exist during the investigation. Yeah. But actually, you know, they don't need to be boring. Um, because oh really you can sing and dance while you're doing it um no but they can be made the technology can 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 allow us to to do this because you know any process of measuring is really quite repetitive and it's quite mundane time consuming and then it and then it gets overlooked and then it gets skipped and then the measurement data is incomplete um so use a data logger Yes, that's all great. you need. Those are great. Well, it depends what you're measuring. Well, you can you can get data loggers now for pretty well anything. I mean, what do you fancy true. measuring? I yeah. mean, don't forget that your video camera is a data logger. A sound recorder is a data logger. You can get thermometer data loggers, EMF data loggers. Yes, you yes. can get all manner of. Uh, in fact, there are data loggers now for every, for every data physical logger. variable that we want to measure. And you're talking under a hundred dollars. I mean, it's 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 nothing, not compared to one of Huff Paranormal's weird weirdy boxes with crystals and lights all over it. Oh, uh, paranormal but, pussy! But all that's all that's really required is, um, say, for example, the case is 
footsteps. Mm-hmm. So the first, I mean, and this is this is practice that parascience does. The first, the first person through the door sets up an audio recorder in a prominent central location. Uh, it has an omnidirectional microphone, and its job is just to monitor the sound throughout the investigation. It runs continuously. It can record for ninety six hours um, to its internal memory, and it just that's our audio baseline. That's done. Now, we use other recorders dotted about the location, but we can always refer to the audio baseline. Um, and we have a similar audio baseline for electromagnetics, for temperature. These are just centrally repla- so, uh, centrally placed uh, individual when you, recorder packs. When you, when you got your, your, your sound at this school, yeah, it, was that because of that? That was exactly because of that, because what happened was we noticed on a number of um, in the, during that we didn't have a huge arsenal of equipment back then. But we noticed that um, looking at the reports that some unusual sound events which were, were happening within the first five minutes, you know, that sort of right. uh, half hour while you're setting up. Um, that's when audio phenomena was taking place and people were reporting it and they were unusual reports. I mean, you know, people are making noise, of course they are, uh, as they're walking around, setting up equipment, shouting to one another. But this was distinctly unusual. And it was beginning to frustrate us uh, because it, it happened three times. And we thought, well, you know, we've got to sort this out. So we, 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 de- we designed a, a plan and that was to set the recorder up outside, have it running, uh, open the door and literally rush in, put it down, forget about it, get on with doing the rest of the jobs. And it was the recording that, that exists on the Parascience website is that first night's recording. We'd set the recorder up. Uh, I'd open the door. I walked 10 feet into the building. Uh, there's a, there was a, a table there um, that we were using um we hadn't set it up we knew it was going to be there mm-hmm. uh i placed the recorder down i looked at my watch i said the time where we were and that's when the first event took place while i was still giving the time and and that's what you can hear on the recording yeah check it out parasite's website and uh, you know, I, I found it intriguing. But is now, now maybe it's a different case that I was thinking of. But isn't that one where you had, reco- you told me that you had recorders on various oh, other yeah. levels? Yeah, well, it was exactly would... no, it was exactly the same case. Um, okay. Yeah. And this this took place two weeks later, um, because the building that we were using was an old uh, school, uh, Victorian era school that had been converted, or. W- a year or so earlier, after the school had, uh, you know, they'd had a new school built, and the old, the old building, um, the classrooms and the uh, the different rooms of the school were being used by startup businesses as office space and workshops and yada yada yada. Um, now it was the staff working there that had reported some experiences that had started the whole investigation process and we were about the halfway point and we thought you know that they had some interest we've got some data and it seemed a fair um a fair thing to do for us to say you know they, they'd expressed an interest in uh, half a dozen of them coming along and we said well look we'll we'll we'll, we'll do an extra um an extra shift this week 
um, and we'll, we'll, you know, you come along. And so at the time there were 12, 12 in total, 12 or 13 people in total. Um, now, because of the sound phenomena, which was one of the primary phenomena, we had loaded this building with audio recorders. We had six standalone audio recorders and six of the camcorders um, had uh, external plug-in microphones as well to, to, you know, to get the maximum from their sound recording. So you had uh, essentially three groups of four recorders so there were on there were some on the ground floor some on the 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 first floor um and some uh at the there was a, a wing to the building there was there was another group of them down there now about halfway through the night everybody came back in and uh they'd been out for about 30 40 minutes uh, dotted around the building and they were all very excited and chattering to one another um about something that they'd heard now, I wasn't paying particular attention because I, my, I was focused on something that had happened pr- the, the, the half hour previously. So they all went off out again and I decided, oh, I'll go and check the recorder. So I, I went to the baseline recorder and switched the memory card around so I could listen to the previous session um, and started the yeah, so it was still recording, but I can change the memory cards over mm-hmm. and had had a pair of um, over ear headphones on listening away and uh, straining to hear, you know, anything that was unusual. And frankly, there wasn't very much that was unusual. And then the session ended, you know, after the next sort of half hour, they all came filing back in. And this time, clearly something had happened. Um everybody was starting to so uh, we were at the end of the night anyway so we 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 closed everything down uh, i don't mean psychically i mean physically we <laughs> packed everything away and um, the next day i started to play back the recordings now i'd heard the two previous ones so i didn't i wasn't really over but i was quite intrigued by this final recording so that was the first one i put on and immediately i could hear why everybody was getting excited so i got a second recorder out and a third recorder and a fourth recorder and it was exactly the same sound on every recorder so i thought well we've got we've got the cameras let's see if they manage to collect uh, to record anything on the soundtracks now put the camera footage on and i can see people sitting they're all behaving themselves nobody's up to anything and there's the same damn sound really now, this sound went on for, I think it was a total of about 12 or 13 minutes. Um, it rises and falls, but uh, it's discernible for, for well over 10 minutes. And it was heard by every single person in the building, except one. And that was the person that was wearing the headphones listening to the previous recording. Um, now, for the next three months and we were going there two three times a week in some instances uh we we threw everything and the kitchen sink at trying to solve this but at first we thought that um it was it was a recording somebody was playing a prank on us or it was people outside of the building or because but what was what was the most intriguing part about it is when and we didn't do this for the first week or so because we were trying to uh, we were still looking at all of the individual recordings. Eventually, we put all of the recordings into one master file 
and ran them through the um, the sound analyzer to line them all up to see if it actually was the same sound. And that was when we spotted that the amplitude was the same. Really? Now, every recorder, some of them, so they were 200 feet apart in some cases on different floors, and they recorded so the, the same. So the only logical explanation would be that the, the speakers were... Well, we... we, we something. We, if well, we if it was it, a hoax, it would have been close to this every speaker. Well, or we, close to the same distance. Well, if you've got one, if you've got one sort of um, loudspeaker somewhere, then obviously the recorders near the loudspeaker would pick right. it up, but the ones at the other end of the but building... That's what I was saying. Plus, you'd have to have speakers at an plus, place. Plus, yeah. there would also be a delay because sound takes a, takes a, a short moment to, to right. move, move, move through space. And there would also be a reverberation. There wasn't. Each recorder picks up exactly the same event in time and amplitude. Excellent. Now, that is really perplexing because that, unless unless we had a, a public address system, which the building wasn't fitted with and didn't have, um, believe me, we checked, um, what took place that night, we've never been able to explain. So but if you want to have a listen to it, head over to the uh, Parascience website. and so uh, Was it paranormal? Uh, well, we haven't explained it. So it's unexplained. No, that, that exactly. It's unexplained. But that doesn't mean no, you said that, no right off the bat. You just wanted to disagree with me before no, I even get my words I, out. <laughs> yeah, because there is this assumption that if you can't explain it, something's paranormal. Yeah, I know it. It just isn't. I mean, it's like sound recordings. Well, uh, what, I mean, it, it depends on your definition of paranormal, right? No. If it's something that's unexplained? No. You can't say it's paranormal. I mean... Why can't you say it's paranormal? Well, if you can't explain it, that doesn't mean it's paranormal. That, uh, because So what's the definition of paranormal? Well, the paranormal is beyond normal, above normal. Right. So if you can't explain you can, it, then it's above yeah, but, normal. But the problem is you can't define the normal. Well, that's the problem. Well, exactly. So I don't, I don't, I don't see the problem in calling it paranormal because well, it is not normal. It is yeah, it's something yeah, beyond but, paranormal. But I that, mean, beyond but, normal. Well, because yeah, but your your basis of that is only that you can't explain it. Now, yeah, I'm not saying by, it, it yeah, could remain that, that way. Yeah, but by that mechanism, then every dodgy orb photograph and every crazy video is paranormal. To people when, will take them there because the person taking it or looking at it can't explain it mm -hmm. doesn't mean it's paranormal it simply right. means that you know if i get if i gave um a fairly rudimentary uh video of pepper's ghost to my to my 10 year old he mm -hmm. can't explain it but that doesn't mean it's paranormal it means it, it, he doesn't yet have the knowledge, the understanding, or the equipment, or whatever, to explain that that phenomena. Mm -hmm. And that's the same with with a lot of the paranormal phenomena, or the lot of the phenomena and anomalies of, that investigators encounter. And we've both seen it on these television programs where they hear a noise, and it's not quick run down that corridor and see if anybody's there or see if the noise came from outside or see if a car went over a grate outside and made that banging metallic sound. It's, dude, it's paranormal. It's see, that, that's the thing, though. I mean, every one of these TV shows, and I think that's the thing that 
people fail to realize is that they're advertised as paranormal shows. So anything you get on there is automatically going to be paranormal. That's the thesis. We're going to prove your, you know, despite what they say, by the way, uh, we're going to prove or disprove it's a bunch of crap. It's just they're going to prove paranormal because that's what the show is all about, uh, you know. And they'll say they'll always throw in some little disclaimer like, oh, and, and we uh, we took measurements and we couldn't determine any uh, or we checked around. We couldn't find any source of a draft or anything. But yet the temperature dropped. And and so th- they're already started with that premise that it, it's going to yep. be paranormal no matter what. And so I've no, I've no doubt that that 70 percent of the population of Great Britain or or indeed the United States can't explain why they can feel a draft in a closed, closed building with all the doors and windows shut. But ask a physicist and they'll tell you why. There you go. So it, it, it's not a case of and feeling cold by the well is relative anyway, so. Well, yeah, I mean, feeling cold. That's why we measure things, right? <laughs> That's exactly why we measure things, because if we rely on... I mean, you know, how I mean, many you times sit, have you we... Sit, you sit in a room one time, and your wife is cold, and you're, you're warm. Who's right? Well, to, today, today, for example, it's, 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 it's a balmy winter's day here. It's minus three Celsius, which is probably, you know, sunbathing weather for you Americans. Um now we've got the central heating on it's i i'm wearing um two jackets because it's cold and the boys are in Mm t-shirts now (laughs) you know what i mean it's relative it's entirely and a lot of the equipment we use the measurements are meaningless and relative anyway i mean you know like these emf meters wait a minute wait a minute all equipment is no, and no, a lot relative? of the equipment, a lot of the equipment that's used by investigators is actually meaningless measurements. You and mean the relative. broken technology that we use? No, no, even the we, even the K two, the K two EMF meter, it does, does what it's designed for. Tells you, yeah, it does. It, yeah, it's 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 telling you using an, a number of coloured lights, right. um, Very whether you whether you should be there or whether you shouldn't. Yeah, it's <laughs> a good way. And it does it. that with 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 traffic lights. And if you look at the actual measurements, yeah, uh, the first one I think is one one to three milligauss. The second one is four to seven, and the third one's seven to ten. Runaway dude, um, and it's red. <laughs> so you've got green, amber, red. Now it doesn't tell you uh, whether it's one point three, one point four, one point five, three point two. It gives you no inf- information about that at all. So you can't take a measurement. You can use it for guidance. Yeah, for guidance. Um, and it, the other crazy thing is these. Um, communicate with ghosts. Well, you also get these. Um, I'm sure you've encountered them. Estimated measurements that investigators take so damn seriously. Oh. Um, and it's like, oh, well, the witness said that the room went icy cold. Now, again, that's perception. That's serious, right? Exactly. Um, or the figure was more than six feet high. Mm-hmm. Now, again, you're relying on. I mean, you ask any cop. I uh, saw a dark, dark figure <laughs> at the end of the hall. Yeah, I mean, was it was it um, uh, uh, someone who was black, or was it a shadow, or was it somebody wearing, you know, all black clothing? There are any number of things, or was it even a person? 
um, we were we were sent uh, a photograph this week to examine, and uh, in the photograph there was there was a reflection in a window. Uh, possibly it was an outs- it was an external wi- an exterior window, right. and half the people looking at the photograph immediately and the the person sending the photograph had said there was nobody in the garden um, but we live on a farm and um, uh, in the victorian period the farm workers wore these smocks and this looks just like one just like it yeah now (laughs) half the people uh, an argument ensued back and forth between the people who were supposed to be examining the picture because half of them favored and they were they were going to all you know endless uh, amount of um, to to promote their personal cause oh well you know if you look at the figure there there are raindrops on the window and the figure's not quite distorted by it and and there were others who were saying it's a reflection so eventually fed up with the whole damn thing to be honest with you and um you just well look at where the sun's shining look at what the room's doing look at the Look at the right. whole reflection, not just the figure, and you'll see it's a scarf hanging up on a hook in the, on the wall. <laughs> you know that the problem too is is that people just aren't aware of of their equipment and 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 how they function. And, and I mean, the greatest example to me is the flare camera because you you take that flare camera and you <coughs> excuse me and you look at it and my God, you see a figure. I see it right there. It's in the window. My gosh. And yet you just, a lot of time, well, I'd say nine out of 10, well, maybe even higher than that. It's going to be a reflection. <laughs> I, we did, because um, we, we, we bought our first thermal camera uh, with the proceeds of my sauntie. So it was what, 2006. Oh, and wow. they, were, they were, they were expensive then. Oh yeah, yeah. Yeah, they, I mean, yeah. And if you turned up, you know, if you turned up on a, on an investigation with a thermal camera, you were a god. <laughs> And anyway, we had this thermal camera and um, we, we did some public show and tell investigations as part of very early uh, uh, forerunner of ghostology, in actual fact. And uh, we we used to scare the bejesus out of people um, at this at this location um, by they weren't allowed to touch the thermal imager, of course, not at the price we paid for it. No, um, but but they could look at the screen. <laughs> And they could see a figure. And then they'd look over the screen. There was nobody there. And they'd look again at the screen. And I'd ask the figure to 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 move to the left or to the right. And it would. Oh. And, I didn't know you were psychic. And people were getting genuinely, you know, spooked. really quite spooked by this whole thing. What they were actually seeing was their own thermal reflection off, of, off a painted wall. Mm-hmm. <laughs> Like a semi-glass. And of course, you know, one of the most, uh, when, when I was doing the equipment guidance notes, we, I was, I had to, I had to get my thermal imager out and um, I had to borrow an SLS camera. Uh, well, I didn't, ha- I didn't need the SLS camera. I needed the connect video head, you know, the camera head from the right. uh, camera. Uh, so I scrounged one of those off, uh, off, off someone. And, uh, you know that they work by they have an infrared emitter on them right uh, that sends out this sort of you, you must have seen it it's like looking at a laser grid in infrared mm-hmm. uh when you see them on night vision cameras you see this sort of like moving grid of dots millions and millions of dots which is how the the connect system determines what's in front of it 
Um, it plays havoc with thermal images. Oh, does it? Yeah, drives them mad because it's just waving all this infrared energy around. And of course, the thermal imager can only see the world in infrared. Mm-hmm. Not quite, you know, not as a night vision camera. It's at much higher frequency, but there is enough infrared energy there to trick the uh, thermal imager. Drives it absolutely bonkers. <laughs> so uh, if you're using your thermal imager, turn the SLS camera off. Why are you using an SLS camera anyway? I wasn't. I didn't have an SLS, but I only wanted oh. the Connect head. Oh. I've only ever used one SLS camera, and that was over at uh, Spirit Quest. Spirit Quest, yeah. Uh, and I think it was the very SLS camera that's used on Ghost Adventures. It is. It was. It was. It was. Yeah. The one. Thanks to Jeff Valencia. Yeah. But uh, Clay now owns, is a proud owner of one. <laughs> yeah. Yeah. yeah they, they go for about, I think it's about 150 over here. Um, oh, cheaper if you, cheap. That's cheap, cheap if you've got your own iPad. Oh. Yeah, if you can provide an iPad or an Android tablet, then you really don't need very much at all. You know, mm. you're talking, you could probably build one yourself for under $100. Providing you've got an iPad or uh, an Android tablet. Sure. Or it actually will, will work with a smartphone. But the picture will be very small. Yeah. All right. So anyways, and going back to that, because I mean, we are running out of time on this, is... Um, Joking. What, another thing that, that people fail to realize, too, is, is that we emit EMF as well. Of course we do. We have a nervous system that, that, yeah. that, that that's powered by electricity. Electricity, right. Well, it's an electrochemical process. But it's um, still... one, of, one of the things that you can actually measure um, from about, uh, there are sensors that will do it much further out, um, but you can reliably measure the heartbeat of an individual from about four to six feet. Yeah. Um, See, that's that's what I was going to get back with, to. Is cause... With some devices, some yeah. some actually commercial EMF meters. Um, there is there are two two types that will do it. They so, cost about seven or eight hundred dollars each, but they they can measure a human heartbeat. So if you if set you, them up right. For instance, if you go back to that video I was talking about on on the uh, New England. Ghost well, that was one the first thing that I thought of when you said it is: was it actually picking up? Uh, and you and you see or, how rhythmic it is. And, she, and she has it right on her chest. That's that's. Did she have a pacemaker? <laughs> I thought of that too. Trust me. <laughs> <laughs> because if she has a pacemaker or one of these other medical pump devices, and there are there are you know for diabetes and things, mm-hmm. uh, that thing will will chug away quite happily and will yeah. trip out an EMF meter. Give it the time of its life. Mm-hmm. So, yeah. Anyway, I don't. I don't think the the ghost meter is sensitive enough um, to. I I might be wrong. I've never actually tried one in, I that, think it, in that configuration. I, think it, I, I you uh, know what? The frequency I, range. I'm try that. Right. Yeah, I'll take a look at it. Uh, I don't think. The I have, in fact, range, I have a case of them right here. So. Yeah, I don't think the frequency range would be right. Yeah, I'll check it out. Um, I'll check it out. Unless you know, I, I've never done it. So. Um, mm. I know we're it running out of time, so we have to wrap yeah. it up. I know it can be done, and I have done it with an Aronia meter. Ooh. Yeah. Look them up. They're very Aronic expensive. Meter. Aronia. It's a German oh. manufactured. Oh, it's named after me? No. Anyways, we do have to go. So uh, we, uh, I do want to mention one more time that uh, Steve will be 
joining me for my paranormal study group uh, next Tuesday, uh, 7 p.m. Eastern Standard Time. Uh, this is an online event. It will be Ghost Tech. And uh, if you don't know, Steve just finished up the, the field guidance notes for the SPR. And uh, so he, he knows what the hell he's talking about. And don't forget, he is the gold standard in ghost times, according to the Wall Street Journal. So, uh, yeah, what what they fake news. What? You want to listen to this guy. Anyways, uh, if you're interested, go to anyghostproject.com, the letter N, the letter E, ghostproject.com, or the Circles of Wisdom website, circlesofwisdom.com. And we're brought to you by Circles of Wisdom, 386 Mimerick Street, Bethune, Massachusetts, the Gallant and Messier Family Law Group, 15 High Street, not the end of Massachusetts. And you've been listening right here on Tojinet and Pararex Radio. And that's all I got. Yeah, stay safe, stay well, stay warm. Yeah, stay warm is the key point. Have <laughs> <laughs> you got the snowblower out? Oh, uh, yeah. <laughs> Good, Good night, night, everyone. Good luck. to ghosties, long-leggedy beasties, and things that go bump in the night. Deliver us good Lord.